Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. All right, guys, on today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we're just uh, shooting the you-know-what with John Kirby over your ridiculous questions that you ask. It's a lot of fun. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tuesday, August 10th, that's right, 24 days until the Spartans football season kicks off here. But before then, uh, how about another Locked on Spartans episode to hold you over until that beautiful Friday, September night. Uh, I am your host, Matt Sheehan. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you beautiful people get your podcast. Uh, yeah, hey, on today's show, this was teased for a few days, but we're finally going to do our, what was going to be a fun day Friday, and then a fun day Monday, and now it's just a fun day Tuesday episode for you guys. Uh, we had a few creative questions come in through the email at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com, a few through Twitter at Sheehan underscore sports, and hey, why not just give John a call and uh, we'll answer a few of these questions together. I uh, really had a good time doing so there. But before we get to all of that, there was some Michigan State news today. As what usually happens late summer, they announced their newest inductees for the Michigan State Athletics Hall of Fame. And we got eight names here. Just going to go through them really quick. Uh, they will be honored that weekend of the Michigan State Nebraska football game. So to see all these fine folks in person, you'll have to wait a little bit longer. But this is who is part of the 2021 class. Uh, wrestler Franklin Gomez, national champion in 2009 and three-time Olympian representing Puerto Rico. Uh, Anthony Hamm, six-time All-American in cross-country and track. Carol Hutchins, softball and basketball stand-up, graduate of 1979, and of course has a lot of coaching accolades, unfortunately, at our arch-rival. So if it was up to me, I'd be a little more petty and... Eh. That's beside the point. Congrats to Carol. Uh, Lynn Jansen, first men's golfer to be enshrined in the MSU Athletics Hall of Fame after a three-time All-American career that ended in 1970 at Michigan State before dabbling a little bit in the PGA. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Mogenber graduates as the all-time points leader for MSU women's basketball and, of course, part of that iconic 2005 Final Four team. Uh, Flor Rima. First team All-American twice for MSU field hockey and led MSU to three straight tournament bids in her time before graduating in 2009. We got Ron Scott, 1983 graduate, who was a goalie of uh, Ron Mason's early teams and a two-time first team All-American. And of course, last but not least, uh, don't need an introduction for this guy, Chuck Rogers. Yes, Charles Rogers will be enshrined into the MSU Athletics Hall of Fame. Uh, so many accolades for this guy, dominant on the football field. He still has a record for touchdown receptions with 27 TD catches in just his 24-game career. And yes, as we all know, unfortunately, the passing of Chuck Rogers two years ago, so that is definitely um, the most bittersweet name on here as well, that he was unfortunately not around to see him reach the MSU Athletics Hall of Fame, but hey... It is nice that his name is getting in there. So that rounds out our eight great Spartan athletes 
heading into the Michigan State Athletics Hall of Fame. All right, guys, uh, we're just going to dive right into it. Uh, going to, yeah, just like I said earlier, shoot the you-know-what with John Kirby. Uh, and thank you for everyone that asked questions. Once again, if you have any questions, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. All right, let's roll. This call is being recorded. Nice sultry tone to get that started, too. Do you like that? That's If that doesn't set the tone for, for the call, I don't know what does. That's That's very nice. The, here's how conditioned I am. The fact that it started recording, Austin and I don't know how to edit, so that's just it. Like you're like it just starts. <laughs> there's no going back. So you just there's no. So I, as far as I'm concerned, we, this is all hitting. <laughs> you know what? That's a great way to start this off. I'm going to keep that all in here, uh, with, uh, folks. Without further further ado. Uh, this was tabbed as a Friday fun day show, but since so much stuff has happened with MSU at the end of the week, this is now the fun day Monday show, but we're going to answer your ridiculous questions. I am joined by the one, the only birthday boy and Uh-oh. co-host of the only podcast and just gentleman and a scholar all around John Kirby, ladies and gentlemen, John, how's the birthday going so far? Uh, it was great until you mentioned that it's my birthday i'm the guy that doesn't like that people know it's my birthday and it's like come on i just want to get my free starbucks and peace sure. here you know sure. and the barista is the one that's up there and he's like oh it's a free birthday order and then everyone's <laughs> yelling you're like can you just like all right everybody and then everyone asks how old you are and then you feel really shitty about it. that's it oh, that's <laughs> enough yep we're out <laughs> <laughs> wait i forgot we probably can't swear on this one so that's my bad uh, the, uh, you're beyond okay, believe me. Uh, if 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 they popped it for swearing, I've been long gone a long time ago. So you're you're already okay, man. It's it's all Gucci here. <laughs> no problem about that. So yeah, um, we we've got some pretty creative questions right off the top that we just got to get through. What fun would it yeah. be if I just went through them? Like, so I'm gonna bring Alon, someone who I find hilarious on Twitter, along for the ride here. And of course, John, guess what? That's you, buddy. So oh, ready for a question? Okay. It is It is you. I know. I thought that we were joined by someone else. Okay. No, I'm sorry. No, no. I should make that more <laughs> clear. That's that's on me. Um, So let's just get this started with question number one. And this was an email that we got, I think, last week. And this is from Anthony Delernia. Hypothetical, Mel Tucker bails last minute week one and takes his staff with him. However, there's a daytime TV convention in Chicago and your only available replacements are daytime TV personalities. Who do you pick to coach MSU's football team against Northwestern? And Anthony also included uh, a few ideas, although I stopped Mm -hmm. reading because I didn't want his ideas to cloud my Mm -hmm. judgment. But then I went back and uh, he wrote down four names. Three of them were the three names that I wrote down anyway. So uh, some some great minds think alike. Yeah. Do you have any of the top of your head, though? I I don't want to cloud your judgment either. So do you have any of the top of your head to lead the green and white week one against the Wildcats? I got to say, at first I thought this was a Colorado fan question because it said Mel Tucker bailed last minute. And I was like, (laughs) okay, midnight (laughs) Mel, here we go. And but I do like the idea that this fan fiction could happen. There's a convention in Chicago, Chicago hosts lots of conventions, the sure. game in Evanston. Like this is all potentially like, this is not that far away from happening. But I think my answer here, the first thing that I immediately went to was Steve Harvey because oh yeah, I just, I, I'm not sure how great of an X's and O's guy would be, but I would just for the, the content 
of him on the sidelines and most specifically the presser. Like if there sure. was any type of even close to a sexual innuendo made during the presser and his mm-hmm. facial expressions during those things like he does on Family Feud. Like, yeah, it, looks Steve, getting... uh, it looks like your running back had a hard time penetrating the line. It's all yeah. about what needs to happen in week two here. Like, oh my goodness gracious. That's yeah, a couple, couple of drop balls out there, Steve. How did you feel about <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just can't Steve's face, I just would need that content just for the gifability of all of it. We'll be back in a hot minute with John Kirby, but first, oh, that's right, it's coming in hot. BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. For the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs or NFL preseason. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's right, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. That is one word, LOCKED, and then on. Locked on. All right, guys. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. But I'm curious, what are your three? I mean, it sounds like no, you that, that's three. a strong leadoff hitter. Yeah, I, I do. And so I used to watch a lot of Let's Make a Deal here. And Wayne mm-hmm. Brady is a sensational host. I, so mm-hmm. just for improvising alone, I feel like he can he can make the game at least 56 to 7. You know, he could do enough to keep the other team under 60 and not have your offense pitch a shutout here just on improvising alone. Very talented man. Uh, I like two, that. Yeah, I, he's just a talented guy. I, I don't know. I feel like he could BS his way through anything. And being a Division One coach that keeps a game within 50 points is one of them, mm-hmm. I think. Sure. Uh, number two, Judge Judy, just simply for the fact, like, no bullshit from her. Like, you yeah. know, that's, that's, I got nothing else on top of that. Mm-hmm. My number one guy, though, is I don't – I want someone that's not going to be flustered or phased by anything going on and what could fluster you more than being put into a head coaching role at a D1 college the week before a game. I, listen, Jerry Springer has yeah. – he's married a man to a horse. He has yep. had a mother-daughter dominatrix team on his show. Like, this man sure. cannot be moved by anything. Like, do you think he's going to be intimidated by, like, a double A-gap blitz or that the fact maybe his receiver goes down in the first series? Like, I, no. he, he's going to be a cool hand. Listen, you're not going to win the game, but at least you're, you're going to get a steady Eddie hand in there, yeah. right? I, so I, I think Springer – and just to bring it full circle, Anthony's – uh, ideas were Judge Judy, Dr. Phil, Wayne Brady, and Jerry Springer as well. So I, I love Spring Dog here. Yeah. I love Springer just because, you know, he, this is a challenge that is actually easier than his normal day to day. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's That's a great what you point. want, right? <laughs> right? I, I love that. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry could bring the noise a little bit. I, I'm, now I'm starting to think about other opportunities. I'm starting to think about Oprah. Only because it might not be a great end game, but being a billionaire yeah. can only yield positive dividends with NIL. Like we sure. like we got to compete with Bama and Clemson on their recruiting trail. Listen, we got Oprah. Like, what, like come on. Yeah, so. like Bryce Young's making like seven figures before he even takes a start. Like, oh, that's cute. Uh, my guy Anthony Russo over here is making twenty million dollars. Imagine what happens if you're a five star that wants to go anywhere. And we got forty million. Yeah. 
the Oprah will pay you whatever number you can write in under two seconds. Yes. That's the yes. number. That's how much you get. You just write as many zeros as you can, and that's how much I'll give you. I don't care. That's strong. Okay, so I, I feel like we can make a good staff with a lot of any combination of Harvey, Springer, Oprah, Judge Judy. I feel like, okay. I like what? them it's, all. It, yeah. I know. But what, if they're, but what if they're all on the staff? Like, you know, know. different coordinator positions, get back coaches, like the whole get nine yards. back coaches. Like, didn't Steve Wilkos used to be Springer's bodyguard or something like that? Like, he would be an yeah. A-plus get back guy. Oh, hundred percent. I also he's also the strength and conditioning coach, by the way. Absolutely, yeah, it goes without saying for sure. And can we get Maury? Now, now, now we're venturing way off the path here. I want Maury to be part of the ref crew, and every mm-hmm. single challenge, like he reads off as if he's given like a paternity test reveal. Like, and the result <laughs> of that completed touchdown yeah. pass, not correct. That's incomplete. Like, that'd be, that'd be a sensational week one television. It has to. I'm in. I'm so in. I actually want yeah. this scenario to play out now. I was going to say, like, Mark Hollis is known for, like, his visionary work for, I don't know, like, basketball and stadiums and the aircraft carrier games. Like, I think we can make a strong pitch for being athletic department, like, heads for just, like, these ideas. This is it. We'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. run out of the flagpole immediately. I'm um, in. Question two. And this is actually from me. I'm sorry. I'm oh, okay. So, if you want to know the worst question out of the five years coming up right now. Uh, what food items served at MSU's cafeterias or concession stands would kill a pilgrim. Like if you had to choose one mm-hmm. to give to like a weak, feeble five, a four foot six pilgrim, that's only eaten like unseasoned meat on the Mayflower. Like what, what would it be? I also love that you, you <laughs> preface the fact that 400 years ago, people were remarkably shorter, which is factual. Shorter. Oh yeah. Dude, it's four, six. Anyway. Um, I looked at what's new in MSU's uh, stadium this year. So this is like almost a plug, I guess. But there's uh, pizza-filled breadsticks. And one, it sounds great. But if I'm a pilgrim, I don't know what either of those things are, first of all. And second of all, you've combined these things. And I just would like to have to explain, you know, what's going on. And I would think that there are more calories in a pizza-filled breadstick than, than a pilgrim probably puts away it in a spring oh, like a sure. full three months these guys are pretty hardy folk i would imagine but you're starting to put stuff into their bodies i mean we've all been there with a taco bell experiment and your body just isn't quite ready for it it's a little I'm, loose yeah yeah i'm uncertain how a pilgrim's body would be able to handle a pizza filled breadstick I, I don't see the results going very well wow. and, yeah and then you know Oregon trails it and kind of dies in dysentery is kind of how sure. I see it. Yeah. Well, because especially if the pizza is concealed in the breadstick, because I'm sure that they're hip to what stale bread is. So they're probably thinking, oh, great. Mm. So like my, my 20th stale breadstick of the week. They mm-hmm. take a bite of that. And then the spices of the pizza sauce and the pepperoni hits them like that's They'll just go into shock right there. And I think it's curtains for them. It's probably a ball game right in the first bite. If they can scarf it down too, the calories alone, just like you're saying, like, no, that'd be too much. I'm also realizing, like, a pizza-filled breadstick, is that just not a Hot Pocket? It's a jazzed-up Hot Pocket. It's a Hot Pocket you can market for $5 at a concession stand, I think. That's that's the the way Philly Bags has gone about that. Dude, the number of Hot Pockets. If you just sold Hot Pockets, I'd buy them for 5 bucks a pocket. Uh, Just lean into it. Depending on how many. That's true. Yeah. Depending on how many uh, 
fireball swigs I've had with you prior to the game. I mean, there's no you could put it you could double the price. I'm I'm buying that. <laughs> Gladly, happily. <laughs> So I, I was thinking, like, maybe the Spartan Stadium hot chocolate. Then again, like, mm. I feel like whenever I look at Pilgrim imagery, like, they're always cooking stuff on a cauldron. So maybe that wouldn't mm. even phase them, the temperature of it. So I, I went back to my student days there, and I there's maybe a 20% chance this still exists, but I'm going to roll with it anyway. In, in the corner of Brody's cafeteria, there was a soda fountain that mm. had my favorite energy drink of all time. It was called Full Throttle. If I can get even a shot glass, let alone a pint glass full of full throttle and give it to a pilgrim. Tell me that's not cardiac arrest sight on scene for them <sighs> right there. And then like they, they get through half of the first sip and it is just zaps them right out. They might even spontaneously combust for all I care. So I, I think that's what I'm going to have to go with here. Go to a nice little corner of Brody with the full throttle in the soda fountain. Absolutely. That is 100% the answer. When you're, when your diet has consisted strictly of water. Yeah. Just grain and water. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, no. I love that answer. The, the occasional cornucopia of pumpkin is not going to help you. The, the, the corn's <laughs> not going to get you through all the, what, taurine, ginseng, caffeine that, that offers you. Like, it's it, – no, ball game. Ball game. See ya. See ya <laughs> Thanksgiving uh, in, in heaven. That's right. Um so that, that's that's two questions down right there. We got three more to go here. Um, okay. So let's get it popping. All right, we're going to be back in a hot second to finish out the show with the one, the only John Kirby. But first, got to talk to you fine folks about Rock Auto. That's right, guys, Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you, yes, you, need. Why are there often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Like, uh, does your Silverado need a Yarker Fluber or does it need a Harble Gabber? Who knows? I I don't, but the people at Rock Auto do, and they're here to help you. Uh, Guys, save time and money when using Rock Auto. I I like saving both those things, and I hope you do too. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? You would only do it. You would only do it if you were a big circus clown. Here. Here. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, and perhaps a gas pedal. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com wow reliably low prices gets me every single time okay rockauto.com rockauto.com uh this is from josiah tash he actually writes in two uh if college football was played with all 22 offensive and defensive positions occupied by clones of the same player which Mm. current msu football player would you clone 21 times to create the best football team okay so it's current players here so why are you going to clone matt coglin 21 times take it away Uh, for the flow there, there we go. Too much flow. <laughs> you know, there's a certain amount of swag that hits the field, and mm-hmm. you just can't overcome it as a, the other team. We see it year in and year out with Alabama. Too much swag on the field. If you have 22 Coughlins, then you're in great shape. But 
my my number two would probably without seeing a single down of him playing in green and white would be uh new but i'm curious what are your three i mean it sounds like no, you that, that's three. a strong lead off hitter yeah i i do and so I used to watch a lot of Let's Make a Deal here. And Wayne mm-hmm. Brady is a sensational host. So just mm-hmm. for improvising alone, I feel like he can he can make the game at least 56 to 7. You know, he could do enough to keep the other team under 60 and not have your offense pitch a shutout here just on improvising alone. Very talented man. Uh, I like two, that. Yeah, I, he's just a talented guy. I, I don't know. I feel like he could BS his way through anything. And being a Division One coach that keeps a game within 50 points is one of them, mm-hmm. I think. Sure. Uh, number two, Judge Judy, just simply for the fact, like, no bullshit from her. Like, I, you yeah. know, it's, it's, I got nothing else on top of that. Mm-hmm. My number one guy, though, is I don't – I want someone that's not going to be flustered or phased by anything going on and what could flush you more than being put into a head coaching role at a D1 college the week before a game. I, listen, Jerry Springer has yeah. – he's married a man to a horse. He has yep. had a mother-daughter dominatrix team on his show. Like, this man sure. cannot be moved by anything. Like, do you think he's going to be intimidated by, like, a double A-gap blitz or that the fact maybe his receiver goes down in the first series? Like, I, no, he, he's going to be a cool hand. Listen, you're not going to win the game, but at least you're, you're going to get a steady Eddie hand in there, yeah. right? I, so I, I think Springer, and just to bring it full circle, Anthony's uh, ideas were Judge Judy, Dr. Phil, Wayne Brady, and Jerry Springer as well, so... I, I love Spring Dog here. Yeah. I love Springer just because, you know, he. This is a challenge that is actually easier than his normal day to day. Yes, I mean, yes. Of course you want, right? <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry could bring the noise a little bit. I, I'm now. I'm starting to think about other opportunities. I'm starting to think about Oprah, only because it might not be a great in game, but being a billionaire yeah. can only yield positive dividends with nil like we sure. like we got to compete with bama and clemson on their recruiting trail listen we got oprah like, like come on yeah so. like bryce young's making like seven figures before he even takes a start like oh that's cute uh my guy anthony russo over here is making 20 million dollars imagine what happens if you're a five star that wants to go anywhere Anth- we got you 40 million yeah you. the oprah will pay you whatever number you can write in under two seconds yes that's the <laughs> yes. number that's how much you get you just write as many zeros as you can, and that's how much I'll give you. I don't care. That's strong. Okay, so I, I feel like we could make a good staff, though, out of any combination of Harvey, Springer, Oprah, Judge Judy. I feel like, okay. I like them it's, all. It, yeah, I know. But what, if they're, but what if they're all on the staff? Like, you know, know. different coordinator positions, get back coaches, like the whole get nine yards. back coaches. Like, didn't Steve Wilkos used to be Springer's bodyguard or something like that? Like, he would be an yeah. A-plus get-back guy. Oh, 100%. I also – he's also the strength and conditioning coach, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah, it goes without saying for sure. And can we get Maury – now now we're venturing way off the path here. I want Maury mm-hmm. to be part of the ref crew, and every mm-hmm. single challenge, like, he reads off as if he's given, like, a paternity test reveal. <laughs> And the result of that completed touchdown yeah. pass, not correct. That's incomplete. Like that makes a sensational week one television. It has to. I'm in. I'm so in. I actually want yeah. this scenario to play out now. I was going to say, like, Mark Hollis is known for, like, his visionary work for, I don't know, like, basketball and stadiums and the aircraft carrier games. Like, I think we can make a strong pitch for being athletic department, like, heads for just, like, these ideas. This is it. We'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. run out of the flagpole immediately. I mean, um, question two, 
And this is actually from me. I'm sorry. I'm oh, okay. So if you want to know the worst question out of the five here, it's coming up right now. Uh, what food items served at MSU's cafeterias or concession stands would kill a pilgrim? Like if you had to choose one mm -hmm. to give to like a weak, feeble, five, a four foot six pilgrim that's only eaten like unseasoned meat on the Mayflower, like what, what would it be? I also love that you you <laughs> preface the fact that 400 years ago, people were remarkably sh shorter, which is factual. It's shorter. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's four six. Anyway, um, I looked at what's new in MSU's uh, stadium this year. So this is like almost a plug, I guess. But there's sure. uh, pizza-filled breadsticks. And <laughs> one, it sounds great. But if I'm a pilgrim... <laughs> I don't know what either of those things are, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, you've combined these things. And I just would like to have to explain, you know, what's going on. And I would think that there are more calories in a pizza-filled breadstick than, than a pilgrim probably puts away in a spring, oh, like a sure. full three months. These guys are pretty hardy folk, I would imagine. But you're starting to put stuff into their bodies. I mean, we've all been there with a Taco Bell experiment and your body just isn't quite ready for it. It's a little I'm, loose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uncertain how a pilgrim's body will be able to handle a pizza filled breadstick. I, I don't see the results going very well. Wow. And, yeah. And then, you know, Oregon trails it and kind of dies in dysentery is kind of how sure. I see it. Going. Yeah. Well, cause especially if the pizza is concealed in the breadstick, because I'm sure that they're hip to what, stale bread is so they're probably thinking oh great mm. so my, like my 20th stale breadstick of the week they mm -hmm. take a bite of that and then the spices of the pizza sauce and the pepperoni hits them like that's they'll just go into shock right there and i think it's curtains for them it's probably a ball game right in the first bite if they I, can scarf it down too the calories alone just like you're saying like no that'd be too much i'm hopeful realizing like a pizza filled breadstick is that just not a hot pocket it's, it's a jazzed up hot pocket. It's a hot pocket you can market for five dollars at a concession stand. I think that's that's the, the way Philly Bags has gone about that. Dude, the number of hot pockets. If you just sold hot pockets, I'd buy them for five bucks a pocket. Uh, just lean into it. On how many? That's true. Yeah, depending on how many uh, fireball swigs I've had a few prior to the game. I mean, there's no. You could put it. You could double the price. I'm, I'm buying that. Hot <laughs> Gladly, happily. <laughs> So I, I was thinking, like, maybe the Spartan Stadium hot chocolate. Then again, like, I feel like whenever I look at Pilgrim imagery, like, they're always cooking stuff on a cauldron. So maybe that wouldn't mm -hmm. even phase them, the temperature of it. So I, I went back to my student days there, and I there's maybe a 20% chance this still exists, but I'm going to roll with it anyway. In, in the corner of Brody's cafeteria, there was a soda fountain that mm -hmm. had my favorite energy drink of all time. It was called Full Throttle. If I can get even a shot glass, let alone a pint glass full of full throttle and give it to a pilgrim. Tell me that's not cardiac arrest sight on scene for them yeah. right there. And then like they, they get through half of the first sip and it is just zaps them right out. They might even spontaneously combust for all I care. So I, I think that's what I'm going to have to go with here. Go to the nice the little corner of Brody with the full throttle in the soda fountain. Absolutely. That is 100% the answer. When you're, when your diet has consisted strictly of water. Yeah. Just grain and water. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, no. I love that answer. The, the occasional cornucopia of pumpkin is not going to help you. The, the, the corn's <laughs> not going to get you through all the, what, taurine, ginseng, caffeine that, that offers you. Like, it's it, – no, nah, ball game. Ball game. See ya. See ya Thanksgiving uh, in, in heaven. That's right. Um, 
So that, that's that's two questions down right there. We got three more to go here. Um, okay. So let's get a popping. Blue linebacker, uh, Quavarius Crouch, and I think the reason is because I they said I'm thinking of like you you kind of need someone who's fast enough and skilled enough to be able to move and maybe strong enough to kind of navigate the trenches. So it's either running back or linebacker for me, and he seems to be running like. 21 miles an hour is that accurate it sounds about accurate yeah right yeah i I heard from one person i didn't even want to fact check it because i loved it so much i was like yep that's gospel to me 21 miles an hour and so i don't know i just feel like i don't know how many games we're gonna win but he's the probably best freak athlete we have that is not like jalen naylor who i can't i just i just can't put yet pulling guard buddy yeah, that's, get tough. that's tough. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my goodness gracious! Left tackle Jalen Naylor protecting quarterback Jalen Naylor's blind side. Okay, okay. Your your funeral, literally your funeral. <laughs> How about you? I mean, we're, I'm not quite sure if my answer is no, right or wrong. I I was on the Quavo train too, and then once again, this is a guy who I've seen zero snaps of. Almost no one in college football has seen any snaps of this guy because he barely played at his last spot. And I'm talking about Harold Joyner, the guy who's like seven foot six, four hundred pounds, and yeah. y- y- they don't really know what position to put him at. Great, mm-hmm. how about just every position? Let's just line him up everywhere and see what sticks. Okay, if, yeah. if he could run a streak route, if he can throw the ball thirty yards, great. Maybe we're just ground and pound up the middle between the guards the entire game. Go, go for it. Why not? Let's just let's give it a whirl. So that was my number one and number two, just because I, I can't get the picture of the, the quad god out of my head. Yeah, Ben Van Ben Van Summeren. I mean, tell me that guy couldn't completely push a defensive line ten yards down the field at every snap. I, I think that's, so. That's that where I came in with that too. So two transfers. Wow, look at us. We we are seeing Mel's vision right here. I think also you got to consider the hive mind someone would have of all their clones. Like you're all knowing what each other are probably. That's gonna true. Do. Yeah, that's going to help you regardless of who you put out there. So. A plus chemistry, you would hope, uh, you'd really hope. <laughs> Unless you don't like yourself. Unless you, you know, really, <laughs> or like split personality <laughs> syndrome or something, yeah. right, yeah. Maybe it's just a bad day for you, who, who knows? So, Josiah also asked, like, what all-time MSU football player would you clone as well? So, um, I got to go with Kirk Cousins because with his recent remarks, no one's going to come anywhere by him, and he's got plexiglass surrounding him at all times, too. So, that's, that's I don't see how that loses. Such a good answer. Uh, not going to lose. You can't tackle a guy who's surrounded in plexiglass. So that's – and if anyone's confused, just Google Kirk Cousins. You'll find out what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, clearing a, a pass down the field by breathing uh, at people. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I had to kind of – I had to Google, you know, you know, I wanted to go back a little bit, you know, maybe not recent years. And th- I landed on a guy that's – may not be like top of everyone's list, but Carl Banks, who was okay. a linebacker, okay, a linebacker in the 80s. He's a first round pick, third overall. 6'4, 235, uh, two time Super Bowl champion, pro bowler, and on the NFL 1980s all decade team in the New York Giants ring of art of honor. And like all around pretty uh, awesome NFL career. And I was like, okay, Carl, you know, he's kind of checking the boxes of size, speed, 
Um, and if he gets to wear his 80s shoulders pads, you know, I'm yes. feeling very confident about my situation. No doubt. It's like the man and create a player where it's like pad level. Like you can, he can go <laughs> about 99 with those shoulder pads. Like you can put him at like 150 for that. That's he's got too many fridges on each shoulder. And yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a sensational pick. Love that rollback pick too. Love that. Had, had to do about. it. How about you? Um, why is Will Golson just in my head? And, and you know, I'm going to need Will Golson too to like be in a bad mood as well. Like I, I need him to watch like highlights of him against uh, Taylor Luan, for example. Like I need a mean streaked William Golson out there, yeah. uh, just giving everyone the work. So that's that's probably my serious answer of like all time. Do you remember? Do you remember the story of him in the Outback Bowl against Georgia? Oh where... Enlighten me, please. Oh, okay. So as legend goes on the Georgia sideline, William Golston towards the end of the game was kind of figured it out and was having his way um, getting to the quarterback. And he was openly flexing before downs at the assistant coaches <laughs> on Georgia's sideline and then getting to the quarterback. And they were like, and you know, this was years later, these guys were in interviews and they were like, this guy was bigger and better than he was on tape. And we saw him and then he, started to know it and was literally just like <laughs> flexing in the fourth quarter of a football game. And it's like, that is a mutant. God, that is badass. I have no recollection of that. I'm, I'm going to have to go back in the Andy HR CMB wormhole and uh, watch that game again. That's, that, that's incredible. Uh, so the, the, the last question, well, the last MSU based question uh, is from Josiah again. If college football was played a la the NCAA football 2003 mascot mode for all you video game mm -hmm. people out there, the one where you play as a team of Sparties versus a team of Purdue Peets, for example, who are some national championship favorites? And is MSU firmly within the top three serious contenders right, right now? Yes, absolutely. I mean, Sparty's chiseled. He's he's Sparty for crying out loud. So, um, I mean, I thought so too originally. And I started to think about it. First question. Oh, no. Pit, oh, no. Does Pistol Pete get his gun? If you I get a gun, I think and now you got go. 11 guys with multiple guns. I just yeah. I don't care how ripped you are. It's just, yeah, it's don't, don't bring a mascot to a gunfight, as the old saying goes. Yeah, that's... They do say that. Yeah. And then I think another thing to consider is I was like, I want my, I want my guy to be able to see really clearly. So no okay. head like on top. And so unfortunately, Notre Dame's leprechaun, USC's Trojan, you know, mm -hmm. these types of mascots are jumping to the top because just being able to see, you know, more than between two little eye holes or through the that mouth. That would help. That would help. It's going to change yeah. everything for it. I think so, so yeah. <laughs> but if they're actually, if we're thinking that these are, you know, like not, people inside these are like mm -hmm. the actual then i think sparty is definitely going to be a, a front runner just because of the muscle mass alone now, now i'm just trying to envision like the, the person aspect of it like if it's people inside these mascots like imagine trying to read a defense if you're in the western kentucky <laughs> big red costume i'm gonna need you to envision that really quick remember like when madden had their uh like quarterback vision cones it, it, it would just be a straight line i, I think if you were in the big red costume <laughs> And I can't imagine you're getting a lot of shoulder rotation in there, too, to huff the ball deep. Like, you are just, like, grenade throwing the ball over the line of scrimmage, praying to God that it finds another big rat out there. <laughs> well, how about also the, the Stanford Cardinal tree? Oh, I don't think he has arms. 
No, uh, no, no, no. I don't know how that works. I, you can't even run the ball. <sighs> no. Or the ball is like inside the tree and now you're unstoppable. Wow, what a stark difference. It's either you can't hold on to it whatsoever and you're praying to God that you fall on every fumble for your 80-yard <laughs> drive or like you just have to tuck it inside and then never be stopped. That's – wow, we're going to need a ruling on that. <laughs> That's big time. Because like I also – like I go to the live mascots too, like Bevo, for example. Like yeah, no one's going to stop that giant thing. But then again, he might stop himself because I don't think you can train – a longhorn to just pick up a ball and walk with it without dropping it. I don't know what the ball security situation is going to be like, unless you put really it on the horn. I mean, because like Ralphie yeah. interests me too, like the boomer sooner, like interests me too. Like it's, it's literally a wagon. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of any game. mascot with that non-human mascot with like opposable thumbs or the ability to carry a ball. That's a pretty finite group. Like that's a small it's, number. It's small. It's small. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to drop um, something off. No, I got the nothing. Pittsburgh State Gorillas, I believe, Division Two. Now we are the leader. Yes. Now, now we're talking. This is what I'm talking about right here. <laughs> John Kirby bringing the D2 mascots uh, aboard here. That's. that's I always cool. wondered why there weren't more gorilla-based mascots. I mean, you'll never. No one will defeat a gorilla. No, never. No, no. Very no. few things can. I've seen Congo. I know how this works. Yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, God, I forgot the baseball coach. It might have been Tommy Lasorda, but I guess, like, legend goes, like, he would just go to the zoo, stand in front of the gorilla exhibit for hours on end, and just, like, fantasize them, like, with a baseball bat in their hands. Like, look at the forearms on those things. Look, look at the legs. Look at the power you get from those legs. Like, just stand there just in awe of their complete power. And muscular build, like that'd be no. If you're gonna bring a gorilla, that that that's the actual correct answer. If they're close enough to being able to like carry a football, too, I'm sure throw a football. Exactly. I think that we found we landed on the right spot. I just don't know if they're in the game, but we'll create a create a mascot. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, we're gonna send you on the way here with a very niche uh, question uh-huh. here. Uh, <laughs> this is enough. If you're not on Twitter whatsoever, uh, you're very lost in this one coming up. It goes, you actually meet Ben Affleck, and he's pissed you've been using him as a meme for two years. Uh, what strategy do you use to calm him down? For those uh, that have a life and aren't on Twitter, uh, I'll give some background here. There's a lot of pictures of Ben Affleck stressed out smoking, um, a lot of those images. So whenever <laughs> anything happens with MSU that stresses me out, I attach that image to my thoughts. So what strategy are you calm him down? I mean, is it just as easy as just handing him a cigarette? It's very clear that he has an affinity for those. So, like, I don't want to overthink it here. I just flip him a camel, right, or a Mar- Marlboro, which I can never say correctly. But at least, at least a carton. You know, take the help, yeah. take the edge off. I've also he's seen um, he's a Boston guy, so he's a big, you know, Dunkin' Donuts guy. So if yeah. you kind of hedge him off at the pass, you know, and just be like, listen, man, next dunk, the next, you know, week's worth of Dunkins on me. Or I think right now, topical, just to remind him he's dating J-Lo. Like, things are good. Right. I I doubt he'd be in a bad mood if I ran by him, like, tomorrow, you know? Like, I I think Mm -hmm. things are working out pretty okay for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, and J-Lo is seemingly, you know, time, she looks the same as she did 20 years ago. I mean, Ben, you're doing okay. You don't have to be upset about this stuff. Right. Life's fine. I I think even though I haven't watched... I haven't watched any superhero movies, but I think I'll just flip him a compliment on his like role as Batman. Like I haven't seen a single second oh, yeah. of it. 
But I think I'll just butter him up being like, hey, by the way, you're definitely by far the best Batman. I just want to let you know that. And I I think he would like that as well, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm sure, he's an actor. I'm sure he cares what other people think about his his work. That's I can't I, Absolutely. Absolutely he cares what other people think. So um, I think that's the best answer. And um, also, if you, you know, in a rut, just tell him how great of a movie you thought he and, uh, and Matt Damon wrote um, with um, Goodwill Hunting. Sure. Classic. If you haven't seen right it, go do it. I don't think Matt's seen it. That's why I brought it up. But, uh, absolutely have not. No, no, I got. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's a great movie. I hear good things about it, but yeah, I, I, again, I'd have to BS my way out of that one, no doubt. Now, I actually have, and this is honest to God, my favorite movie of all time, The Town. I, I love The Town, so like oh, that, that might be what you. I walk in with. That way, like I don't have to BS my way out of something. Like, hey, loved you in The Town, and then I would talk too much, and be like, and love your role in Bat, Batman Forever, Batman Reunite, yeah, yeah that <laughs> Batman. To the now you're making yeah. him more upset. You have <laughs> somehow made it worse. <laughs> so I got to fight myself here and not over talk, which is my specialty. So uh, I guess long, long answer, short, I'm just going to upset him. I'm going to catch a Ben Affleck right hook to uh, probably probably the jibs, probably right, right in the jibbers, the mouth, <laughs> the teeth. Oh, man. Well, I love this question. And whoever – Keep these questions covered because these are very creative. I'm loving this. I had a blast. This was a great time. Yeah. That, I'm sorry. The last question came from Spartan Dog 97, by the way. I think I forgot to shout him out. So Love thank it. you uh, very much, everyone, for the questions. And yeah, hey, that's uh, Fun Day Monday, most likely. I think this is going to come out on a Monday. Who's to say? I don't know what else is going to happen in the world of MSU sports. So Incredible. One take. Yeah. Just the way we like it. Just one shot. One shot, baby. That's right. Well, John, hey, thank you so much for uh, joining me, especially on your birthday, man. Wow. I'm hoping uh, it gets better from here after this half hour concludes. This, this will unfortunately be the very best part of it. Don't tell me that. Don't don't tell me. <laughs> All right, man. That thanks for the sad. time. <laughs> no, thanks a ton, John. You're the man. And a big thank you once again to John Kirby for, uh, yeah, just that conversation. I, I, I had a blast. Hope you guys had a good time listening to that as well. And before we get you out the door here, guys, I got to talk to you about Locked on Bets because betting – on the Spartans or Lions or Tigers or whatever you want to. doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, still coming up this week, we got Justin Thind of 24-7 Sports to talk some basketball and football inside info. Also talked to Keith Nickel. That will be for a future show this week. And we still got Dave Klein of SpartanHoops.com on deck. So three more big shows coming for you guys. All right, go green.